This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. It's everyone's worst nightmare, fire. And the USA has the second highest fire death rate in the industrialized world. So what can you do to prevent house fires? Well, to keep your family safe, read Fight Fires at Home with these tips. When you hit moneypit.com, just click on Ideas and Tips, then click Repair and Improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. You got a question about your home improvement project? Need some help solving that do-it-yourself dilemma? Have you started a project? Maybe it didn't go so well. Well, anything worth starting is worth starting over with us. So call us right now at 1-888-666-3974. Now, maybe you're looking forward to cranking up that air conditioning and, and uh, sealing yourself inside that home. Well, before you do this summer, keep this little statistic in mind. This will give you the skeeves. Do you know, according <laughs> to research, most homes generate 40 pounds of dust for every 1,500 square feet of living space. That's a lot of space to clean. One pound of dust can hold 40,000 dust mites. Ew! Ugh, so it's not so just that you want to keep your house clean. You also want to keep your family healthy. All right, folks, and the best way to get rid of irritants and allergens in your home is at the source. But if you have a really dusty house, you're going to have to dust hourly, and that's crazy. Do you think maybe we could come up with a more practical solution? Well, there is one, actually. A whole house air cleaning system can reduce airborne contaminants, including dust and pollen and bacteria, even viruses, year-round. So it's very important to add this into your air cleaning regimen. And in a few minutes, we're going to talk to an indoor air quality expert to discuss a great air cleaning option for your home. Also this hour, we're going to choose one caller to win a set of three bionic wrenches from Loggerhead Tools. They combine a wrench and a pair of pliers. They're worth about 100 bucks. So if you want to get in on this prize drawing, call us now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. You know, another statistic which I found, which is dis- equally disgusting, is that if you keep your mattress for 10 years, when you bring your mattress in your house at the beginning of those 10 years, when you remove it 10 years later, it will weigh twice as much because of the dust mites. Ew. <laughs> that is absolutely disgusting. Isn't that gross? Ugh. So every time you turn your mattress or you're making the bed, think about that. Ew. It's like I want to get a new mattress every day. Nancy in North Carolina listens to the Money Pit on WSTP, and you've got a foundation question. What can we do for you? Oh, yes. Uh, I have a 75-year-old brick home with a full basement, and the problem is that when we have a saturating rain, the, the, the water comes through the wall in one part of the, of the basement. And I had come up with a solution, but then it occurred to me that maybe I should check and make sure if there's any reason I shouldn't do it. <laughs> 
What was your solution? Well, uh, it's, the basement is, is partially exposed. The, the windows are actually above ground. And I thought I might get some topsoil or some kind of soil uh, brought in and and bank it away from the house, and I have a problem with ivy also, and I was thinking that if I, if I banked the soil away from the house to help facilitate drainage away from the house, but then put uh, pavers, um, cement stepping stones really, only they're uh, a foot and a half long by eight inches wide, mm-hmm. um, and line the entire foundation with that on the angle, that would help me perhaps be able to keep the ivy under control as well as provide a a little bit of a runoff area and maybe keep that area right next to the house drier? Does it? Does that make any sense at all? <laughs> or, or is there any exactly. reason that I should not do it? It actually makes a lot of sense, Nancy. You're definitely on the right track. Generally, wet basements are caused by poor grading, so the, the, so, the slope of the soil around the house is too flat. Um, but even more commonly, it's caused by problems with the gutter system, either it being clogged, the downspouts not being extended far enough away from the basement, or perhaps the gutter system even being undersized. So that was to be the first thing that I would check, is that your gutter system is properly designed and installed, and that water is discharging four to six feet away from the foundation. Generally, at the corner areas, most gutters just turn out six inches or a foot. Maybe there's a splash block, and then the water ponds there, and it works its way back in. Now, as for that soil... A couple of things. First of all, sloping it is the right idea. Topsoil is not the right material, though. Topsoil is very organic, so it holds a lot of water against the foundation. Once you pull that ivy out, you want to add clean fill dirt to build up the uh, the pitch. And that is sort of, it looks like pitcher's mound soil almost. It's sort of a, of a lighter brown color, and it packs really well. And once you get the pitch established, then you could put a little bit of topsoil on top if you wanted to grow stuff. Now, in your case, you don't want, so then maybe what you could do is put some mulch or some stone, or pavers, or whatever you want to control erosion. But don't use topsoil, use clean fill dirt, and before you do any of that, check the gutters first. Okay, well I do have new gutters, so I'm assuming that they put in the right kind. However, uh, you hit the nail on the head when you talk about if the, uh, the drainage area on the ground does not extend far enough away from the house. Yeah, never, it's never extended enough. You've got to run the downspouts out a couple of feet, then maybe put a two- or three-foot splash block out to start. And if you have a severe problem, what you want to do is pipe that downspout water underground out to the street if you can. Okay? Well, I, thank you very much. I really appreciate that, and I'm glad to know that there's no reason not to do it. <laughs> You're on the right track, Nancy. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. We have smart callers here at the Money Pit. I like it. That's right, we do. So if your question is a smart one, or even if it's not, we don't judge. Call us right now, 888-666-3974. Terry in Delaware has a foundation question. What's going on? Well, I have a home, an old farmhouse that I live in. Uh, We've dated it back to about 1896. And we have determined that there were at least four chimneys in this house at one time. Two of them still remain in the walls with no support. I believe it's actually causing my foundation to actually sag because that's where our sag is occurring. My question is, if I remove the weight, stop the foundation from sagging any further and basically just shore it up but by putting in a new foundation is it going to be okay for me to go ahead and then just sister my joists so that I can relevel the rooms that have sagged and it and basically I'm hoping that it will stop the problem without me having to completely relift the house and re-level everything Terry, this is sounding very complicated. A couple of questions. <laughs> yes, um, f- first of all, you say that the chimneys have no support, yet they have, yet you feel they're impacting your foundation. Uh, why do you say that? Well, because they're inside the walls 
in the upper floors. Okay. And there is nothing in the lower floors that would be supporting them. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. That's really not that unusual. Um, my house was built in 1886, and there used to be a chimney over the kitchen, and the area underneath that chimney is where you had the stair to the basement. And every time you went down the stair to the basement, you'd look up, and there was this big, fat, like, 3 by 12, maybe two of them on the sides to say it was 24 inches by, by 3 inches thick. It was like a platform, and on top of that, guess what? The whole chimney was built, and it was sitting on these wood planks up through the roof. So shorter chimneys being supported by wood um, was not so unusual. Um, if those chimneys are not being used anymore, they can be disassembled. It's a bit of a messy job. Obviously, you, knowing what gravity does, start at the top and work down. Now, in terms of your foundation, are you seeing uh, buckling or anything in the foundation? Because that could have a different set of circumstances. No, actually, what it is is it, it seems like the mortar is turning into dust. Okay, that's uh, that's very common, and that mortar, those brick joints have to be repointed. Um, the mortar between those joints will dry, will dry so out. So it's not they're compressing from the weight no, of the bricks? No, not at all. That's really, really common. Deteriorated uh, mortar joints like that uh, are very common in an older house, and they have to be repointed from time to time. So that's a special job for a mason. Now, in terms of the sagging, again, with a new house, I mean, sorry, with an old house, very, very common to have saggy floors and saggy ceilings. Typically, you had long spans with joists that weren't uh, thick enough or wide enough to do that without sagging. Um, generally, you want to repair it from a cosmetic basis only. You don't want to try to prop them back up because then you're going to cause other incidental damage. You can cause ceilings to cracks, walls to walls to break, pipes to come apart, wires to stretch it and, and break, and so on. So you want to treat that as a cosmetic repair. If it's a ceiling that's sagging, then that can be furred out and then re-drywalled so that it's nice and flat. If it's a floor, there are options depending on what kind of floor you want. You can use a floor leveling compound to kind of level that out, um, or it could be done with uh, you know carpentry as well. Um, but I think these are all separate issues that need to be attacked separately. And in the beginning of your question, it sounded Terry like you were tying it all into the foundation. And I don't think that's the case here. I think this is just an old house that needs a little bit of work. Uh, and each one of these things can be handled individually, which means you don't have to do them all at the same time. Well, I got to tell you, I'm really happy to hear that because I had done redone one of the down, the downstairs bathroom, completely gutted it, and I sistered joists, and I ended up doing hangers to to level out the ceiling uh, with new studs. And I was hoping that I wasn't going to have to just tear all that right back out again. Not at all. Not at all. It sounds like you did that the right way. You just have to do that room, room by room. Great. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Terry. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Boy, Leslie, it sounded like he was ready to tear that whole house down. Yeah, it's a big project on his hands right there. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be as big as he initially thought. Those are all common old house woes, as you know, having mm -hmm. an old house, as I know, having an old house. And they all have individual solutions. So, Terry, sometimes it's not as bad as you think. Well, did you know that every year thousands of people are injured by falls in the bathroom? Find out how to design safety into your bath after this. I have learned, the hard way, that you should never hang a bird feeder over your picnic table. I've learned that newly planted trees can support a hammock, but not a body. But I've also learned that, thanks to Vigoro Fertilizer... You don't have to be a genius, fortunately, to have a greener, healthier yard. Vigoro greens up in just 72 hours, but it also keeps guys like me from paving in the entire yard out of sheer frustration. Because Vigoro makes fertilizing simple. The instructions on the bag are actually easy to understand and easy to follow. You know exactly which kind to use, when to use it, and how. With Vigoro, it's amazingly simple to pull off a healthy green lawn. Get yours today exclusively at the Home Depot. 
and see just how Vigoro can make you look like a gardening genius, even if you're not. Vigoro, simply foolproof. Hey, do-it-yourselfers and contractors. Do you have a concrete project coming up? A driveway, a patio, a new home, or a construction project? We have the answer. 1-800-CONCRETE. 1-800-CONCRETE is a network of concrete producers with years of experience in the concrete industry. Whether you're looking to do it yourself or have a professional contractor do it for you, a 1-800-CONCRETE producer can point you in the right direction. Call them today at 1-800-CONCRETE and see how they can help with your next concrete project or visit them on the web at 1-800-CONCRETE.org. That's 1-800-C-O-N-C-R-E-T-E.org. Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. 8-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. I am always looking for a smart buy. That's why I'm so impressed with Pella Impervia Replacement Windows and Patio Doors. They're made from a fiberglass composite called Duracast. It's the strongest, most durable material available in windows and patio doors. It won't warp, sag, or crack in extreme temperatures. And it looks like painted wood, too. Best of all, Pella Impervia windows and patio doors are a strong value. You get quality Pella craftsmanship at a price to fit most any budget. For a free in-home consultation, call 800-944-6700. That's 800-944-6700. Mold is in your house. Chances are it's breeding behind your walls. In fact, it's been estimated that 70% of all homes could have mold in their wall cavities, particularly when moisture is present. Fortunately, there's an ingenious new way to fight the problem. You see, until now, drywall had paper on both sides, and mold eats paper, which is why more people are insisting on a new paperless drywall called Dens Armor Plus from Georgia Pacific. Unlike conventional paper-faced drywall, Dens Armor Plus has glass mat facings on both sides, and no paper on the surface means one less place for mold to get started. It's that simple and that revolutionary. If you are building or remodeling, Stop feeding mold by using Dens Armor Plus. To find out more, go to stopfeedingmold.com or ask about it at your local building supply retailer. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by Bear Premium Plus Interior Sateen Kitchen and Bath Enamel with advanced NanoGuard technology to help consumers protect these areas, keeping them looking new longer. For more information, visit Bear.com. That's B-E-H-R dot com. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, 1-888-MONEY-PIT. So, Leslie, you know, every year thousands of people are hurt in bathroom falls. Wet surfaces and too many fixtures in small (laughs) spaces can spell trouble. Yeah, so to reduce your injury risk factor, folks, choose flooring that won't trip you up when it gets wet. Because when you're in the bathroom, the flooring tends to get wet, everybody. Replace the bathtub with a low-threshold shower and install strong handholds and grab bars if you need them for that extra support. Oh, and by the way, when you're installing those grab bars, don't put them in the sheetrock. 
put them in a stud. Find a stud. Get a stud sensor because if you just put them in the drywall, they're just going to pull right out. Pull the whole thing out. Exactly. And definitely at the least opportune time. So if you want more safety tips, we have a solution for you. That is to go to moneypit.com and sign up for the Money Pit e-newsletter because coming up this week, we're going to have a list of recalled products you want to make sure you don't have around the house. And you'd be surprised at all the products that are on this list. Every time I see this list come out from the Consumer Product Safety Commission, I see products that either I have or that I know members of my family have and really need to either get replaced or repaired as soon as possible. Yeah, and it's not something that they're going to aggressively try to tell you about. You need to do a little bit of research yourself to find out which products may be of danger to you right now in your home. All right, folks, if you think you might have one of those or if you've got a home improvement question that's just burning on your mind, you should give us a call right now or anytime for that matter at one eight 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 Money Pit to ask us your home improvement or repair question. And if we answer your question on air, we're going to pick one of you lucky answered questions on air folks out of the Money Pit hard hat to win a great prize this hour. It's a set of three bionic wrenches, and it's from Loggerhead Tools. Yeah, they're very cool because they combine the way a wrench works and the way pliers work, and they're worth. A hundred bucks. Call us now. One eight 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 Money Pit. Bruce in Pennsylvania listens to the Money Pit on WAMO, and you've got a fireplace question. How can we help? I had some people come in, look at a fireplace that it needs to be relined, and uh, show me gaps anything with a camera. But uh, the one part that uh, they said they had to do is when they go to repair a fireplace, according to the codes, that if your fireplace uh, say you're coming in to bring it into working order, they have to bring everything up to today's codes. And the area that they're talking about was the hearth, because below the hearth is put down there holding the hearth in place. That was up the code when they built it, but they said nowadays the hearth, ha- the wood has to remove the hearth. And I was just wondering if they're telling me the truth or. Well, Bruce, uh, when you say you had some people in that said you needed to reline your fireplace, in- immediately um, the the hair on the back of my neck stands up and and begs me to ask this question: Were these chimney sweeps? Yeah, <laughs> I must and be psychic, be, Leslie. With the camera, I can, I can purely see the gaps between the flues. Okay, but you know what? Just about every chimney has gaps in the flues. Is this, how old is this chimney? It's uh, 45 years old. It's not that old. Right. I tell you what, before you spend any money on advice that's delivered to you by a chimney sweep, I would hire an independent inspector to review it because I'm sure they're talking about thousands of dollars here. And yeah. in almost every case that I know of, the chimney sweeps have come in and, 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 and said that, that chimneys had to be relined. They a, either A, did not have to be relined or weren't nearly the fire hazard that the chimney sweep was making it out to be to get your business. There's just too much of a conflict of interest there. And it's a condition, it's a scam that we've heard about over and over and over again. I cannot tell you how many calls we've gotten on this show with this exact situation. You know, there's different spins on it. Sometimes they're doing free or low-cost inspection. You know, in the 20 years I spent as a home inspector before I got on the air, um, I often would get a call from somebody who asked me to back up an opinion from a chimney sweep, and usually the situation went, went something like this. You know, I hired a chimney sweep for uh, for a cleaning or an inspection, and it was usually something really cheap, like a 40 or $50 cleaning. And lo and behold, it turns a $10, out... $10,000 improvement. Yeah, we need two, three, four, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 in, in repair. And so I'd say to the client, why do you think that chimney sweep could drive from three counties away to do your $50 cleaning if he wasn't selling a lot of these, these repairs? And many times I didn't find that the chimney needed that repair. It needed no repair, just a basic cleaning. So I just don't think the chimney sweeps are the best people to give you independent advice. 
What you might want to do is log on to the website for the American Society of Home Inspectors. That it's at ashi.org, A-S-H-I dot O-R-G. You drop in your zip code and they'll give you a list of home inspectors in the area and contact the inspectors and ask about a partial inspection. That's an inspection of just one item. These are guys that are pros that don't sell any repair services whatsoever. They're just there to give you their honest professional opinion about the condition of your home. And this way you'll know exactly whether or not you have a problem, Bruce, um, and if you do, you can deal with it. But if not, you might have just save yourself several thousand dollars in repair work. Okay. All righty. All right, Thank Bruce, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Catherine in Rhode Island finds the Money Pit on WPRO, and you have a basement question. What's going on down there? Well, I had uh, a cement uh, a cellar floor. Now, the, the lime was coming through. So what I did, I had it painted, and it still came through the paint. Now, what could I do to eliminate that? Catherine, that's happening because there's too much water collecting around the foundation perimeter. So that water is leaking through the foundation wall. It's evaporating, and it's leaving behind its mineral salt deposits. So to cut back on that that lime growth, as you've described it, which kind of looks like white crusty stuff or gray crusty stuff, what you should be doing is looking at the drainage conditions outside your house. Leslie, what are some of the things outside the house that we might want Catherine to tackle? Well, some of the big culprits are, first of all, do you have gutters on the house? Correct. You do. Always make sure that those gutters are as clean as possible. Make sure that you get to them as often as you can. Keep them clean because when they're full, water tends to back up into it and overflow and then land directly on your foundation rather than going down the downspouts. Now, with the downspouts, you want to make sure that they're not just depositing the water right at your foundation. Always make sure that that downspout extends about three to six feet away from your house so it's not just going right back into the foundation. And then any grating or dirt that you might have around the house, make sure it's slopes away from the house. You want to do everything that you can to get that water to move away. This way, it won't be drawn into your foundation. And Catherine, once you have the grating and the drainage working right on the outside of the house, what you're going to see is a lot less of that mineral salts actually coming through. Problem is that foundations are very hydroscopic. They really soak up water very, very quickly. And uh, as that dries out to the inside, those salts stay behind. So once you get the water to stop coming through, you're not going to have a problem. And even if you don't have a leak, the fact that you're getting that, that mineral salt deposit is evidence of too much moisture around those foundation walls, okay? Now, I know at one time someone told me I should have had that uh, sealed before I painted it. Well, the fact that you painted it with a foundation paint, with a basement waterproofings type paint, is acts about as all, a sealer. That's all you can do, really. That acts as the sealer. So there's nothing else that you can do. You really need to manage this problem by stopping the water from the outside. Catherine, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Did you know that the air inside your house can actually be dirtier than the air outside your house? There's a scary thought. Every house that's 1,500 square feet or more can generate 40 pounds of dust a year that are chock-a-block full of dust mites. Up next, we're going to talk to an indoor air quality expert on how to clean the air inside your house year-round. You live in a money pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. The Pella Windows Your Way sale is going on now. Visit us at www.pella.com or call 1-800-TBD-PELLA today for a free consultation. Pella, viewed to be the best. 
coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Hey, you got a question about your home improvement project? Need some help solving that do-it-yourself dilemma? Are you hacking and sneezing and wheezing because allergy season has arrived? Call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Hey, you know, speaking of allergies, you've heard the advice about washing your hands to keep germs from spreading colds. But recent reports are showing that irritants, not germs, may also be causing these chronic colds. And most homes can generate dozens, dozens of pounds of dust each year. With that each, is so gross. I know. This is the most disgusting thing I'm about to tell you. With each pound of dust containing tens of thousands of dust mites. Ew. Ugh. So what can you do to clean the air in your home? Consider having a whole house air cleaner installed. That's what you can do. So joining us to talk about the benefits of that is Sean McCarthy from April Air. Welcome. Great to be here. So, Sean, there really is a problem in this country with indoor air quality. It's one of the top ten topics that we're asked about on this show. And I think that the solution for many people is simply to go out and purchase portable air cleaners. But the prices on those things are just really going through the roof. I did a little uh, a little calculating myself before the show today, and I figured out that if you bought four of these things, that usually they'll well, cover Well, because you would need four per room or something like that. Well, you'd need four. Let's say you had a 2,000, 2,500-square-foot house. You would need four portables to do that if you possibly could get to all the air in the house, and that would cost you about 2500 bucks. So that's pretty expensive compared to the cost of a whole house air cleaner that's usually under 1000 bucks. Um, do you think that people are intimidated by the idea of putting one of those in? Well, most of the time, our research shows most people don't realize that a whole house air cleaner exists. They think the only option they have is to go down to a, a retailer and buy a portable air cleaner to put in the corner of their room. And, and you're right, if they want to do more than one area, they're going to have to buy multiple units and put them throughout their house. They don't realize that they can put something down... Um, installed in their ductwork by their uh, furnace, and it'll clean all the air throughout their home and do it much more effectively and efficiently than a portable unit will. Well, because the portable units won't work as effectively unless every bit of air is being circulated toward it, which isn't ever going to happen. So it makes sense that if you have it in the air system where all the air goes, it's going to do a better job. Exactly. Walls and doors that are closed all block airflow to get to that portable air cleaner. Most people have ductwork throughout their home that, that draws all the air through their home through their heating and cooling system four times every hour. And uh, with a whole house air cleaner there, that means that air cleaner is cleaning all the air in their home four times every hour. And what are some of the things you're pulling out of the air with the whole house air cleaner? Well, there's the, the dust that you so uh, mentioned earlier that um, everybody has, has problems with. But most what people don't realize is most of the stuff that's in the air is invisible. There's actually 30 million contaminants in a cubic foot of air. Things like um, allergens, pollen, spores, dust mites, um, tobacco smoke if there's a smoker inside the house. Things that even as small as airborne viruses and bacteria that an, that an air cleaner can actually remove at 80% effectiveness um, to clean the air. And what about maintenance for the whole house air cleaner? You know, with the smaller portable units, you've got to wipe those filters down. Is there a filtration system that we need to think about taking care of? Well, that's one of the real benefits of having a whole house air cleaner because it's installed 
um, and the, the surface area, the media that actually cleans the air is significantly larger, you only have to maintain it once a year. And it's a, it's a very simple process, simply um, removing this, uh, this um, media that's thrown away and replaced with a, a clean media, but only has to be done every spring. Wow. So once a year is all you have to do that. And the square footage on that filter unfolded is over 70 feet. So that's a really? big filter. Yeah, compared to, say, the normal you know, 12 by 12 or 12 by 18 filter that most people have inside their furnace, if you were to unfold one of these media filters, it's like, it's like 70 square feet. It's huge. It's like bigger than two sheets of plywood. That's how big that filter surface is. Now, um, Sean, Let's talk a little bit about the technology with how an electronic air cleaner works. And I want to mention uh, to those that don't know it that Consumer Reports rated your particular model tops for the last three years, which is pretty impressive. I mean, there's a lot of competition out there, so this really is the best model that's available. Um, I think it's interesting, though, that you actually use an electronic surface to sort of charge the dust particles. Why is that important? Well, um, the way our electronic air cleaner works is uh, we all know that positives and negatives attract each other. And so our electronic air cleaner has uh, an electronic field that will charge the particles as they're coming down through your ductwork into the air cleaner and give them a positive charge. The media that we talked about that needs to be replaced will have a negative charge, that positive-negative attract. And what that does is dramatically increase the efficiency of the air cleaner um, cleaning the particles in the air. In fact, it'll remove 94% of all airborne pollutants out of the air. First pass. Wow. And since you're cleaning the air that's going through the ductwork, does it make your air conditioning and heating system operate better? That's the other real benefit. Not only do you breathe clean air inside your home, but dust and dirt are the number one uh, reason why why a furnace or an air conditioner will fail prematurely. And... Um, because the air that's going through that air, uh, that furnace and air conditioner now is virtually, it has no dust in it, uh, all the components remain clean, so it's much more energy efficient. If you, if you buy a new furnace and you're, you're spending the money for uh, a high-efficiency furnace, it maintains that efficiency throughout the life of the equipment, and it runs as long as it's designed to. Um, it's like a little insurance policy for your, for your heating and cooling system. Sean, what's your take on duct cleaning? Because it seems that if you did a good job of taking all of the uh, dust out of the air before it gets into the ducts, that you may be able to completely avoid duct cleaning. That, that certainly is possible. Uh, if you're considering duct cleaning, it you know, really depends on what's going on inside the home and, and inside the duct. There may be a reason to do duct cleaning, but if you do it, it you absolutely must put an air cleaner in at, at the same time because... Obviously, if you clean the ducts without putting an air cleaner in, you're just going to be putting more dirt and dust back into those ducts. You're stirring it up. Exactly. And, and, and drawing that back out in the home. So an air cleaner is, is an absolute must and, and certainly could avoid uh, the need for duct cleaning as well. Sean McCarthy from April Air, thanks so much for being a part of the Money Pit. If you want more information on Sean's products from April Air, you can log on to their website at aprilair.com. All right, are you getting ready to replace that old carpeting in your home? Think about all of the dust mites you're going to get rid of when you do that. Ugh, it's giving me skin crawlies. All right, well, don't waste your money buying more than you need to when replacing that carpet. We'll give you the Surefire formula for measuring your room right after this. Money pit. Over the course of 50 years, you could have three children. You could buy nine cars. You could take 66 vacations. You could own seven pets, and you could need only one roof. 
provided you invest in a metal roof. Metal roofing is investment-grade roofing because it pays you back over time. It stands up to rain, hail, high winds, and wildfires, and is built to endure for decades. Plus, metal roofing is available in all kinds of beautiful colors and styles. To learn more about investment-grade roofing, visit MetalRoofing.com and see how, over time, a metal roof can save you enough money to pay for a lot of those vacations. In many parts of the country, a metal roof can help to reduce your home energy bills over the course of the year. It's one more reason to consider durable and beautiful investment-grade metal roofing. For details or to find a contractor in your area, log on to MetalRoofing.com. Oh, honey, the heat ruined my hairdo. Not the heat, it's the humidity. My scrapbook, too. These pages are soggy. Not the heat, it's the humidity. But we have central air. I turned it up so high, I'm freezing. Why do I still feel so clammy? Why does everything smell musty in this hot weather? Not the heat, it's the humidity. He's right, it's the humidity that adds to swelter to steamy summer heat. What can you do about it? Remove it with an April Air whole home dehumidifier. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. Visit AprilAir.com. People often seek creative inspiration when choosing paint colors for their home. And there's no better online tool than Bear from Home, which lets you coordinate, preview, and now sample paint colors from home. Go to Bear, B-E-H-R.com, to select from over 3,700 paint colors and order samples for home delivery. For more information, visit Bear, B-E-H-R.com. And remember, when it comes to paint, there's good, better, and bare. Hey, do-it-yourselfers and contractors. Do you have a concrete project coming up? A driveway, a patio, a new home, or a construction project? We have the answer. 1-800-CONCRETE. 1-800-CONCRETE is a network of concrete producers with years of experience in the concrete industry. Whether you're looking to do it yourself or have a professional contractor do it for you, a 1-800-CONCRETE producer can point you in the right direction. Call them today at 1-800-CONCRETE and see how they can help with your next concrete project. Or visit them on the web at 1-800-CONCRETE.org. That's 1-800-C-O-N-C-R-E-T-E.org. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools lets you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools, and you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. The Money Pit is sponsored by The Home Depot. With a guaranteed low price and the know-how to make every dollar work harder. You can do it. We can help. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. 1-888-MONEYPIT is the website. You can log on there and sign up for our free podcast. So if you missed any part of the show, you can download it later and listen again. So are you updating old or worn carpeting? You know, it's a great way to bring new life to an old room. And it's usually priced and measured by the square yard. But how do you know how much you need? Well, there's a simple little formula to help you figure that out. All right. And the formula is to make sure you buy the right amount of carpeting. Here's what you need to do. Multiply the room's length by its width in feet and then divide that number by eight. This will give you the amount of carpet you need in square yards with enough extra to be safe but not sorry. 
888-666-3974. Call us right now, and you can get on on this great giveaway. We've got a set of three bionic wrenches to give away from Loggerhead Tools. They're worth 100 bucks. So, Leslie, who's next? Dennis in New Hampshire's got a question about a septic system. How can we help? Hi. I've got a question about it. Um, what I have is an older house with uh, just a, a tank and no leach field. And the septic seems to be draining off into a wet area of the yard, off in the corner of the yard, and draining into a brook area. Ugh. Are there any programs out there to help me pay to put a regular leach field in? Geez, I don't know if there's any programs, but that's definitely a very unsanitary situation. And you're definitely going to have to get that fixed because you basically are, are polluting the waterway by doing it that way. You know, with old houses, you never know. Now, now, are you sure in this case that 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 part of the system that's doing that is for the black water, as it's known, the actual sewage waste, or is is it possible that you have two waste pipes coming out of the house? Because what you're describing is is sounds more like a gray water discharge, where you have water that comes, say, from your laundry uh, area or your sump pump, where it's not actually contaminated with sewage. And in that case. It's not that unusual to see it drain over ground. Uh, we do have two separate tanks, but this we had it inspected, and uh, they, they couldn't find a leach field and showed us the area where it was coming out. Did they do a dye test where they flushed dye through the system and you saw it turn up in the brook? No. Well, that would be the next thing to do, and if it's definitely connected that way, it won't take very long for you to see that. A septic dye can be introduced at, the at say, the toilet inside the house, and you flush it and you run some water for maybe a half hour, say, through the tub or sink. And that water is going to turn green. And you'll be able to go out outside within 20 minutes and see green water in the brook if it's really doing that. Okay. Now, once you identify the problem, then you're going to have to get it fixed. If it is, in fact, leaching, you're going to have to put a septic field in. You're going to have to have it uh, engineered for your particular township. I'm afraid that I don't know of any programs that could help you pay for that, but I can definitely tell you it has to get done. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Colleen in Florida has some condensation around your windows. What's going on? Well, I wake up some mornings, and when I'm opening my blinds, I'll notice that there's condensation around some of my windows. Some mornings, it's around all of my windows. Is that something I should worry about, or is that just a simple change in temperature inside and outside, or is there something that's missing? Tell us about your windows, if you can, Colleen. Are they single pane, double pane, vinyl, aluminum? They're aluminum windows, double pane. Well, aluminum windows uh, are not my favorite kind of windows, Colleen, because they do transfer the temperature between outside and inside pretty readily. They're not the most efficient kind. So, for example, in the uh, in the summertime, if you have central air conditioning, you may get some condensation on those windows, and that's you know usually not damaging, but it is certainly annoying. If you yes, had a better insulated window, <laughs> one that was Energy Star rated that had you know, a warm wood frame or a vinyl frame or a fiberglass frame, I don't think that would be happening. But it doesn't surprise me that it is happening with an aluminum frame window because it really is just about the least efficient window you can have. Wow. Okay, we just bought this home about nine months ago. We were told it was energy efficient. I would have to disagree with that if it's an aluminum window. Okay. Okay, so... But there is good news, Colleen. This is a great time to think about replacing windows because there are energy tax credits available now. There may also be credits available from your utility company. But between now and I think it's January of 2008, if you replace you windows... You have to do the repair in 06 or 07. Yeah, if you, if you replace it with an Energy Star rated window, then you can get some energy tax credits on that as well. That's great. 
All right, Colleen. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. How old is your insulation? Do you know? I don't know. Is that bad? Like if it's like a teenager or like maybe an adult or a senior citizen? Is it acting out? <laughs> is it breaking out? <laughs> is it staying out later than you want it to? Well, if you can figure out how old your insulation is, you might have an idea as to whether or not you need more. Up next, we're going to tackle an email from a listener whose attic is more than 40 years old. He's got a full-grown adult insulation, I guess, at this point. It's having a midlife crisis, if you will. Yeah, I think this insulation <laughs> is in a midlife crisis. We're going to see if we can straighten that out next. You live in a money pit. This portion of the Money Pit was brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. You can call us now at 1-888-MONEYPIT or log on to our website at MoneyPit.com. Lots of options are way to you there at MoneyPit.com. You can grab our free podcast. You can sign up for our free newsletter or... You could click on Ask Tom and Leslie and shoot us an email question. Man, that podcast is so futuristic. It's just fantastic. And folks, if you don't know about it, if you got an iPod, you can listen to your Money Pit anytime and download it every week. It's fantastic. All right. Email question is from Ben in Arlington, Virginia. And he hears the Money Pit on Free FM, but WJFK, but he writes to us this time. I have a 1958 attic insulation, which I believe is known as rock wool. The joists are five and a half inches high and the insulation is two to three inches. What is your recommendation for maximizing insulation? Blown in to fill the joists to the top? If so, what type of insulation? Any vapor barrier to assist? Interesting question, Ben. Um, you have two problems. Number one, you don't have enough insulation. And number two, the insulation that you do have may contain asbestos. Ooh. Rock wool insulation uh, is an insulation that was used in the 50s, and it's also known as mineral wool. How does it and look different from fiberglass? It looks kind of like steel wool, maybe a little bit like that. It's sort of a darker woolly fiber, not the bright yellow or orange kind of fiberglass looking stuff. Okay. And actually many times it says rock wool or mineral wool right on the paper of the insulation. So sometimes it's not so hard to identify that. Now, the best way for you to replace sagged insulation is to remove it. But considering the fact that this may contain asbestos, I would suggest that you take a small sample and send it to a lab and have it tested first to make sure it does not have any asbestos in it. If that's the case, go ahead and remove it and start afresh. If it does, or if you don't want to go through the test, you don't want to take a chance, you don't want to mess with it, what I would suggest doing is putting new insulation on top of the old insulation and using unfaced fiberglass bats. I would use uh, enough thickness of fiberglass bat to bring it up to the top of the floor joist in the first layer. And then the second layer, you would run perpendicular. So you're actually going to have two layers of fiberglass crisscrossed. Now, remember... Uh, ben, after you do this, you're no longer going to be able to use that space for storage because you're going to have insulation up higher than the floor joist yourself. And if that's the case, Leslie, I think you could leave a little platform, say, in the middle. Mm -hmm. It's smart to put something over the joist in the opposite direction to create a little storage area, but make sure it's small enough to maximize the insulation that you're getting in the attic. Tom, is it safe to put the insulation over the existing rock wall if it does contain asbestos? I think so. As long as you, you use uh, proper respiratory protection so you don't expose yourself to, to a lot of fibers. Um, you know, sometimes the danger in insulation happens or any kind of when asbestos issue it. when you move it, right? So if you, if you don't move it, if you try to keep the disturbance to a minimum, I think you'll be good to go. And if you take out the old one, if it's not asbestos, make sure you contact your sanitation department to dispose of it properly.
Next up, it's time for Leslie's last word, which includes two words that are never used to describe you, my friend. Simple and cheap. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> ah, she's speechless. I am. All right, folks. Well, here's a tip that's both simple and cheap, not like me. All right. It's a way to unclog your sluggish drains. You only need three things, and you probably have them in your kitchen right now. So to free up those sluggish drains, you want to mix one half cup each of salt, baking soda, and vinegar, and then pour it all down the drain. Make sure you follow this with two quarts of boiling water, and you will not only save money, but you'll also save your plumbing. Because when you use a natural solution instead of harsh chemicals, you're treating your pipes a whole lot better. So go that route first. Speaking of simple and cheap, here's something that is simple to do and is cheap to buy. It's WD-40. And coming up next week, we're going to interview the CEO of WD-40. He's our favorite Australian. He's Gary Ridge. And they've got a cool new product out. They figured out a way to repackage WD-40 into a tiny, tiny little pen to get into all those little nooks and crannies. So we'll have a pretty cool product feature. Uh, oh, yeah, it's fabulous. It's uh, And he, I guarantee he will say, good day, mate. <laughs> That's coming up next week on The Money Pit. But until then, I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.